BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details yo next round is about to start you ready yeah yeah just shopping for a car in carvana for real yeah carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever wherever for real that's a ton of car options yep and these are all within my price range for really real you can afford that yeah with carvana and boom just like that i'm getting it delivered in a couple days for really really real you just bought a car for real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Your holster is way more important than you think it is. It's just way more important than you think it is. What, look, and I get that. The holster's not the sexy part of carrying firearms, right? You want to talk about your weapon and your ammunition. You want to talk about your safety training. You want to talk about how you did at the range. Oh, look at my groups. I was doing these failure drills today. And all that stuff's really important. I mean, really, really important. I'm not discounting that. But I've known so many people who do all those things. They take all the necessary steps, and then they carry with a holster they bought from a big box hunting store that was made 1,000 at a time. Please, don't put your life in one of those holsters. You need to trust Northwest Retention Systems because it's all custom-made gear. It's the only thing I carry around. NWRetention.com. That's NWRetention.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Get you 10% off. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. I bet drowning would really suck. It is the Jesse Kelly show, and it's going to be a lively one today. How lively? Well, 
We have my friend, Pastor Daryl Scott, coming up next hour. Black pastor out of uh, Michigan. Great dude. He's on my TV show all the time. He has some thoughts on the GOP and black voters. We're going to want to hear him. Don't know if he's right or wrong. We're going to want to hear the man. Julie Kelly, final hour of today. She interviewed that dude. You've seen the pictures of the dude who sat in Nancy Pelosi's desk on January 6th. She sat down with him for an interview. He just got out of jail. We're going to talk to Julie Kelly about that. Like I said, it's going to be a wild day today. We have the White House running cover for China again. We have a GOP governor licking his finger and sticking it in the air to see which way the wind's blowing again. It's going to be it's going to be a fun day on the Jesse Kelly show. No, I cannot give you my big announcement yet. I cannot. Again, I have a huge announcement coming soon. I can't even tell you when because I'm waiting on one final thing and I'm not in control of it. It could be it honestly, it could be 5 minutes from now. It could be 5 days from now. But I will tell you the second I know. But back to the whole drowning thing. I realize we've never talked, at least not at length, about the Lusitania. That passenger liner, the ship that sunk. And it's it's widely credited as one of the things that pushed America into World War I. And I have a take today that's probably going to make people angry. To whatever degree the Lusitania can, can raise those emotions inside of you. See, I've always known this about the Lusitania. I knew that a German U-boat, a German submarine, sunk it, and that was wrong. That's what I knew. Uh, You might want to hold off on that. You really might want to hold off on that. By the time I got done doing all my prep, all my research with it, I I found myself entirely convinced, and you may too. I will give it to you as even-handedly as I can. I found myself entirely convinced Germany did absolutely nothing wrong here and got screwed by a great PR campaign. (laughs) So let's dive into it. Let's look. Uh, Like I said, I'll give it to you as even-handedly as I can. I told you my bias going into it, but I got that bias from reading. Now. Let's set it up. Pre-World War One, there was a shipping competition going on. We've told the story a bunch. Germany had just recently unified and really became one unified German nation in the 1800s, later 1800s. But they were awesome, especially early on. And I mean just a juggernaut. The, the fertility in the country was out of the, through the roof, which does make for a prosperous nation. You know, German people, anyway, hardworking, detailed, they're killing it. Their economy's booming. Britain had been the big boy on the block on the planet for, oh, I don't know, hundreds of years by this point. And Britain had a huge, famous navy. Britain always has the best Navy in the world. At least they did up until World War II, and now that title belongs to us. But that's another story entirely. Britain always had the best Navy in the world. And on top of the best Navy in the world, their merchant shipping 
was second to none. I mean, they're the huge empire worldwide. They're constantly trading here and there and whatnot. Along comes Germany, and Germany decides we're getting in on that game. We're going to build up a powerful modern navy that will be able to challenge Britain's navy on the high seas, and our merchant shipping's going to be dynamite. And then they both started to get in this gigantic test of whose is bigger by getting in on the passenger liner thing. You see, cruise ships today, everyone knows what a cruise ship is, whether or not you've ever been on one. But back then, it wasn't really common for people to hop on a ship and cross the ocean for, for I'm sorry, for fun? For fun? Why? It's miserable. Well, enterprising souls got to thinking, hey, it doesn't take three months to cross the ocean now. You make the trip from New York to to the U.K. in six days. We have all these steam-powered ships. I bet people would pay a fortune if we were to make these ships gigantic, fun-floating hotels with heat and air conditioning and food. I bet they would pay a bunch of money to do that, and people would. It turned out there was a market for it. So Germany starts building their passenger liners, their cruise ships. I'm just going to call them cruise ships. That's not really what they're supposed to be called, but that's what I'm calling them. Makes it easy for everyone to understand. Britain does not like it that America and Germany both are getting in on this ocean liner uh, you know, business. So British companies, and this is going to come into play for our story, these British cruise ship companies, They go to the government, the British government, and they say, hey, would you mind giving us a loan, maybe a little startup cash? British government says, why? What? what?" Hey, we want to build new ships, bigger and better ships than Germany has and bigger and better ships than America has. And we're running out of money because this competition is killing us. British government wants to be number one, too, so they think about it, and they come up with a solution. They say to themselves, well, they say to the cruise ship company, sure, sure, yeah, we'll give you a loan. We're Britain. We're doing pretty well. But there's a catch. If we give you a loan, then at any time we want, we can point to your passenger liner ships and say, they're ours now for wartime purposes. We can take them essentially into the Navy and make them Navy ships whenever we want if we give you this loan. Cruise company says, okay. And out of this deal comes a ship called the Lusitania. The Lusitania had a sister ship that was pretty much identical to it. I'm not going to go into the name and all that stuff, but know that because that's going to come into play for our story. Now, let's walk into World War I. World War I breaks out. We've told the story a thousand times. We're not going into it again. But Britain is squaring off against Germany, and there are a lot more people involved, but that's who you need to worry about for today. Germany was a fantastic land power, especially during World War I. There are people out there who say the German army in World War I is the greatest army in the history of mankind. You just don't ever think about that because they lost, but when you, I mean, they, they, it was an incredible army. Britain did not have a huge army, but what Britain did have was that wonderful, wonderful navy. 
And it turns out that German Navy that they were building up because they wanted it to match Britain's on the high seas, it turned out it was just big enough to cost Germany a bunch of money. You see, you're either number one on the high seas or you might as well not build much of a navy at all because ships cost a fortune and take forever to build. And if you're not number one, then you go out on the high seas and you end up in the bottom of the ocean and you didn't help yourself. The German Navy had built up. It was great. It was strong. But it was still not a match for the British, at least on the surface. Britain knows this. In an effort to win the war, and I'm not ripping on Britain for this. You know I'm a British fan. In an effort to win the war, Britain does what Britain had done for a long time. They took that wonderful navy of theirs and they simply sailed up to German ports and said, no more shipping. Well, there's going to be a response. We'll talk about that and we'll talk to Julie Kelly who interviewed a man who sat in Nancy Pelosi's desk. Hang on. Jesse Kelly. Quitting, dipping is terrible. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you if you're one of those people who dips. If you're one of those people who smokes. It, 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 look, it's an addiction. I had it forever. I, I, there's no judgment here. And pulling yourself away for something that has become part of your life is hard. And it is part of your life. No one likes to admit that, but it is. So get some help. And no, I don't mean you have to go sit down on a couch and tell somebody your problems. Go get some Jake's Mint Chew because then you can keep dipping. Go ahead, put in that dip. But make sure it's tobacco-free and nicotine-free. Go to jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Use the promo code JESSE when you get there. Promo code JESSE for 20% off. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, 877-377-4373, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You can email me your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday. They are already starting to come in, and they're great. Oh, it's going to be fun. All right, let's, before we get to, remember, we have Julie Kelly coming up last hour. She's one, that, that great writer, Julie Kelly. She sat down and interviewed the man you've seen pictures of who who sat in Nancy Pelosi's desk during the January 6th incident. I want to know what this guy had to say. I want to know what they're telling him, what he's facing. I'm dying to talk to Julie Kelly, so we'll get into that. Back to the sinking of the Lusitania. Britain looks at all those German ports and says to itself, you know... We're going to blockade all of them. 
Now, I have to be clear here because Germany is made to be the bad guy in this war, and they are certainly made to be the bad guy in the sinking of the Lusitania. Which ships was Britain stopping? Which ones were they preventing from getting into Germany? Well, ships that were carrying any military cargo, yes, yes, absolutely. They were also stopping everything else. Food, medicine, countries and groups that wanted to send humanitarian aid to the civilian population of Germany. Britain's Navy was stepping in and saying, no, 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 you're not allowed in either. And if we're going to do this thing where we talk about rules, because everyone talks about Germany violating the rules, that was a blatant violation of the rules of war for Britain to not let anything through. In fact, they declared the whole North Sea to be a war zone, which gave them the authority to basically sink and attack anything they wanted up there. Now, I want to be clear, I'm not blasting away at Britain for the decision either. This was a world war. The fate of nations was at stake. Hundreds of thousands were dying. Nations were going bankrupt. You can't You can't halfway a war like that. You better win if you're in it. And they were playing it to win it. But it's sold. It's sold to Americans. It's sold historically as this outrageous act of of war crime from Germany. Britain was purposely starving the population of Germany to death. Men, women, and children. Not saying they're wrong, but that's what they were doing. Now, here's another part of the situation, and this is going to come into play with the sinking of the Lusitania. America. America, I know this is going to sound crazy to you, but America was actually founded on not getting involved in anyone else's wars, period. You can go read George Washington's farewell address. Believe it or not, I know you're going to find this shocking, that is that that is not that wasn't just the founding that's the entire history of our country right up to World War 1 World War 2ish people who are who only live in this current era they don't know, they don't realize that they think what we do now is what we were meant to do it's exactly what the founders said don't do they said don't ever do it america was a neutral country in world war 1 and remember this is not Nazi Germany, World War II, good versus evil. We got along with the Germans, too. The, the dominant immigrant group into America were German people. There, were, there was German people. There were German-speaking newspapers at this time in the United States of America. It was a hugely German country. We got along with everyone. And so we said to ourselves, okay, well, we'll, look, we'll ship our goods and services to everybody, too. You want some food? Look, you want some artillery? You want this? You want that? America will sell it to all of you. We're not, we're not interested in it. But here's the deal. Yeah, we were selling it to Britain. Oh, we would sell it to Germany too. But remember that whole blockade thing from Britain? America's goods weren't getting through to Germany. Now, how does that look if you're the German high command? Does that look like America's being neutral? Or does that look like America very much picked a side and you're not on it? You see where I'm going with this whole thing? So Germany has to make a choice. We can sit here and starve to death 
and watch the manufacturing giant of the world, which we were becoming at this time. We can sit here and starve to death and watch the manufacturing giant of the world pour weapons and munitions and food and everything else into the coffers of our enemy. Or we can do something about it. And I want you to know this decision, the decision on whether or not they should do unrestricted submarine warfare was agonized over and debated at the highest levels in Germany. It's not as if they were all like, yeah, screw it. Let's start sinking civilian ships. They knew what the stakes were. Nevertheless, Germany says, okay, you want to blockade our ports? I realize our surface Navy can't fight yours. You know what we do have? Boatloads of submarines, boatloads of U-boats. Consider the entire water around the UK. Consider all of it now a war zone. And they sent a message out to the whole world. Though It was not like this was a secret. They told Britain and they told the whole world, do not come here. I don't care who you are. Do not come here or you will be sunk. And don't test us. Now, Germany wasn't this belligerent. You know, we, you like to think of them as soon as I say Germany. You, you can't get the Nazi image out of your head, right? This is way before the Nazi stuff. You, you picture some bloodthirsty German savage. Germany wasn't stupid, and they weren't bloodthirsty. Germany, they were very worried about killing civilians They were very, very, very worried specifically about killing American civilians. They did not want America getting involved in this war. So what did they do? At first, they followed the rules of warfare, the rules that Britain was violating, and Germany would do this. They would approach a gigantic cargo ship, a merchant vessel of any kind, with their submarine, They would give up their one advantage and let the submarine surface. Then they would get on a bullhorn and yell to the ship, hey, stop. You will stop right now. If the ship didn't stop, by the way, the submarine was then allowed to shoot it. But every time the ship would stop, the Germans would then board the ship and examine it. If they found things they didn't like on it, even then they wouldn't kill the civilians on it. They would pull them off the ship and then sink it to the bottom, right? Very nice, very very chivalrous, very orderly. Well, remember about two seconds ago when we were talking about the stakes being high and you can't lose this war? Winston Churchill and Britain, they didn't like this whole being blockaded thing. You see, they were supposed to be the only ones allowed to do that. So Churchill decided he was going to do something about it. What was he going to do about it? He was going to start mounting weapons, heavy weapons on merchant vessels and passenger liner ships and hiding the weapons until the submarine surfaced and then ripping the cover off the weapons and sinking the submarine. And there was another part of it. There were two other really dirty parts of it. And I like dirty. That's fine. But another part of it was. They would wait for the submarine to surface and stop and be like, oh, yeah, you're right. We're stopping. Go ahead and board us. Then they'd fire the ship up and ram the submarine because the ship is a lot harder than the submarine. Wouldn't hurt the ship at all. It would tear the submarine in half. It would sink to the bottom. And that's not even the worst. 
You want to know what the worst thing they did was as far as dirty? I'll tell you in one second. You know the Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier is so small and light, you can hold it in your hand? I will tell you, I travel with mine. When I, when I go to a hotel, I bring one along. And right now, this week only, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack. You get three units for under $200. I told you I have three. I, I didn't start out with three. I started out with one. And wow, I was blown away. I went and ordered two. I think it was the next day, if not two days after that. I have three in my home. One in my bedroom, one in my son's room, and then one out in our general living area. This week only is that deal. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Put in the code word JESSE and the number three. That's JESSE and the number three at checkout. EdenPureDeals.com. Jesse three is the Jesse Kelly show. Do not forget. You can follow me on social media at Jesse Kelly DC on Twitter, on Instagram and Facebook. I'm also on locals. I'll be making my announcement the second I'm allowed to. So quit pressuring me, everybody. What, Chris? What? Did I tell you I'm shopping for a car now? All right. You know what? We'll go. We'll go. Look, I understand the limitations, Chris. We'll go into that in a little bit. I'm just frustrated. I'm at a point of frustration. Yes, it's the sunroof thing. Okay. It's the sunroof thing. And now there's something else wrong. And it just sucks. All right. We'll go into it in a little bit. I'm not talking about my problems right now. Back to the Lusitania thing. I already told you the things Britain was doing. Hiding guns, exposing, then exposing the gun and blasting the submarine out of the water, ramming the submarines in yet another blatant violation of the, quote, rules of the sea. Britain was flying American flags on their ship instead of British flags because Germany They were on the lookout for British ships. Those are the ones they wanted to sink. What I'm telling you is this. Britain had broken every single rule they could possibly break leading up to this whole Lusitania thing. Now, let's go to the actual sinking of the Lusitania and walk through it. Lusitania was a nice cruise ship, an ocean liner, a passenger liner, whatever you want to call it. It, what it did was it went from Liverpool to New York City and back. Again, that trip takes about six days. It, uh, it has these gigantic, if you ever look, you can look at a picture of it. It has these gigantic smokestacks, steam stacks coming out of it. What it did was it ran on steam, which that's powered by coal. And so they would have guys down below, hundreds of them. I mean, it's basically, it's real, real hard work, slave labor practically, 
where you are, just like in the movies, shoveling coal with a shovel into a gigantic steaming hot boiler that creates, you know, the, the heat you need for steam. And then that powers the ship. It's very, very, very fast. Remember in the beginning I told you Lusitania had a sister ship and how the British government could grab these ships and say you're, you're now in naval service? They did it to the sister ship of the Lusitania. And in fact, they said to the Lusitania, get ready, we may take you too. And they actually put the mounts on the Lusitania for the heavy weapons I was talking about. They didn't put the heavy weapons on there, but they put the mounts on there. The Lusitania was still making runs. They were making about two runs a month between Liverpool and New York City. Now, again, this is going to sound like a gigantic German apology show, but all everything I'm saying is true. Germany was started, starting to get real suspicious because Britain was cheating at every turn, and Germany started to suspect that they were hiding wartime things on these passenger liners. Guess what was on the manifest, on the public manifest anybody could read on the Lusitania? Four million rounds of ammunition. We're not just talking about little Tommy and Timmy on their first cruise ship ever. You're at war with this nation who's been cheating you and starving you at every turn. On top of that, remember I said the Germans weren't these bloodthirsty monsters? The German ambassador to the United States of America took out a widespread ad, widespread ad in American newspapers telling the American public, do not get on these ships that are going to England. We are going to start sinking them. We are now considering these to be warships. Do not get on the ships. They told everybody, specifically because they were so worried about accidentally killing Americans, right, and dragging us into the war. Well, lo and behold, which is it's just amazing to me they were still making this run, the Lusitania set sail with about 1,900 people on it, set sail from New York City, heading on over to Liverpool. Now, you're a German U-boat captain. You know everything I've just told you up to this point in time. You also probably have knowledge that this particular ship has huge, they even had fuses on it and ammunition on it. They eyed up the ship, and they launched a torpedo at it. Torpedo slams into the side of the Lusitania on the starboard side. That's the right side for you landlubbers. It hammers into the starboard side. The ship starts to list. That means lean. Whenever they say a ship is listing, that means it's leaning over a little bit. On It normally leans toward that side because it's taking on water in that side. That makes sense? So it's not sitting straight up and down anymore. And then, and what's funny is I can't find any information on this. Now, this part, this is purely speculative, okay? I'm just guessing on this. Not long after that torpedo hit, there was a second explosion inside the Lusitania. I must have watched and read 12 things on the Lusitania over the last 24 hours. I've not found a single person 
who can tell me what that second explosion was. Could have just been fuel? Could have been, yeah, Chris said coal dust it could be. Maybe there was other munitions on there that I don't know about. Whatever that second explosion was. I do know there was a second explosion. I just don't know what it was. Whatever the second explosion was, it put the ship down for good. Now the ship starts to list and lean heavily. And I'm going to walk you through what took 18 minutes. 18 minutes is all you had from the time the torpedo hit to the time this thing went under the water. And keep in mind, because we're going to come back to this, this water is freezing. We're up by Ireland. We're right. We're in the Celtic Sea, right in between Ireland and the UK. The ship starts to list badly. The captain now knows we are in very, very bad trouble. One of the steps he takes, to give you a little nerd out detail here, he does what's called venting the boilers. What you're doing is you're blowing all the heat and steam out of the boilers. Why? Because when the ice cold water hits a smoking hot boiler, it explodes. And he is so sure the ship is going down, he has to cool these things off now to keep them from exploding and killing everybody as soon as the water hits. Now, the only reason I included that is I think it will add to what the scene must have felt like as this thing is going down. When you vent the boilers, it makes a loud hiss, supposedly so loud you can't hear yourself think. So now the ship is leaning, the ship is sinking, there's a hissing sound so loud you can't communicate with other people. Soon, as the ship is leaning and sinking, the electricity goes out. Well, what if you're not on a deck? What if you're not on the top of the ship? What if you're one of the poorer people who had to buy the lower class seats? What if you're down in F deck and the power goes out and there aren't windows and the ship had elevators. It was a very fancy ship. Well, now the elevators don't work anymore either. And you're down there in the dark and you're down there in the dark and the water starts coming in and you're with your wife or you're with your husband and you're with your kids. And now as panic sets in, that ice-cold water hits you for the first time, what is that moment like? We will wrap up the sinking of the Lusitania here in just a second, and then we'll get to the White House running cover for China again. Gosh, hang on. Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show. I love my Northwest Retention Systems holster. I've talked to you a lot about the quality of Northwest Retention Systems, and obviously that's true. That's very true. But what I probably haven't talked to you enough about is the comfort. Look, I carry inside the waistband. On my right side, that's where I carry my concealed weapon. And I've had several holsters there before I stepped up and finally started buying quality. It digs into my back. 
and then it slides forward or slides back. It digs into my kidney, or it'll be fine when I'm standing up walking around, and then the second I sit down, I feel like Mike Tyson punched me in the gut. Just go get a comfortable holster from Northwest Retention Systems. They add comfort. Trust me on this one. Go to nwretention.com. That's nwretention.com. Use the promo code JESSE when you get there. That gets you 10% off and free shipping on everything over $100. This bill of comprehensive police reform uh, to be... uh, Just got to be careful here with some gunshots. Excuse us, excuse us. It sounds like gunshots. I'll let you know what this is. These seem to be gunshots. <laughs> what? Who is this warrior, Chris? I need to know who this is. By the way, that was... Uh, we're trying to find the guy's name so we can give give you credit or give him credit for it. That was a shooting in George Floyd Square. That was yesterday on the anniversary of George Floyd's death. I don't know the results of the shooting and fatalities or anything like that. So we're not talking about that specifically. We're talking about this lion with ice water in his veins. Chris, play this again. Shooting going on right behind him. And he's all, excuse me, cheerio, excuse me. This bill of comprehensive police reform uh, to be... uh, just got to be careful here with some gunshots. Excuse us, excuse us. Uh, <laughs> what? Just got to be careful here. Don't worry about it. Uh, uh, an extra cream of the coffee, please. Thank you, sir. <laughs> what? All right, back to the Lusitania before I get to uh, the White House. All right. So the power's out down below. The water hits. People are now scrambling to get to the stairs because the elevators are broken. Well, it starts to bottleneck at the stairs. And we're talking, you know, there are about 1,900 people on the ship. There are still 300 down below as the water pour, pours in and you're bottlenecking at the, at the stairs. So what about the lifeboats? The Lusitania, remember, this is three years after the Titanic sank. So, you know, there are more lifeboats. And we need a lifeboat for everyone and all that. Well, the Lusitania has 48 lifeboats on it. But it sinks so fast and it's listing, it's leaning so badly that all the lifeboats on one side of the ship are useless. They can't be lowered because now they're leaning against the ship. The lifeboat uses gravity to bring itself down. Okay, so now you've lost half of them. Well, apparently the ship wasn't that organized. Or I mean, maybe it just happened too fast. The other half didn't get down either. Of the 48 lifeboats, Chris, take a guess. Of the 48 lifeboats on the Lusitania, how many do you think actually hit the water with people in them? Chris said 30. The answer, six. Six lifeboats. They were able to successfully launch six lifeboats. And there are a million little stories of heroism here, of please take my seat. Here, ma'am, I'll die. Here, you go do this. And there are stories of villainy too. And, and 
in bad situations, scary situations, life-threatening situations, inevitably there are heroes and there are villains. There was one lifeboat that launched successfully, you know, lifeboat full of women and kids and things like that. Two dudes who were desperate to get off the boat and get in the lifeboat jumped off of the ship into the lifeboat and capsized it. There are just stories like that all over the place. Long story short, 1,900 plus people on the Lusitania, over 1,100 of them died. 128 dead were Americans. Obviously, it took a little bit longer, but right after this, the world was outraged. And Britain went on a propaganda campaign, under an understandable propaganda campaign. You have this opportunity, right, to take down your enemy. You're, there's an opportunity here. They went on a worldwide propaganda campaign making Germany out to be out, out to be a bunch of baby killers, out to be a, bu- a bunch of civilian killing barbarian monsters. And it worked. Now, I told you already, I do not think Germany did anything wrong here. That's just the way it goes. Chris said half a million rounds of ammunition. Nobody, you missed it, four million rounds of ammunition on that ship. And shell casings and fuses. There were munitions on the ship, listed on the ship. Oh, of course, they covered all that up after the fact. But what did Germany do wrong? What did they do wrong? You can argue not anything, and that would be my argument, but how did it go wrong for Germany? Well, timing. Timing is everything. You see, you could probably have pulled that off if you hadn't already invaded Belgium at the start of the war, violating every single international law. Now you've developed a reputation for being somebody who violates international law and kills innocent people. So you don't get the benefit of the doubt the second time. The world was ready to believe that Germany was the evil monster who would just sink a cruise ship for no reason. They probably wanted to send little Timmy to the bottom of the Celtic Sea. Your resume, the things you've done, the trust you have built, your resume determines how your next thing will be received. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the system, and you and I are going to talk about it next. Hang on. On the Jordan Harbinger Show, you'll hear amazing stories from people that have lived them, from spies to CEOs, even an undercover agent who infiltrated the Gambino crime family. You're about to hear a preview of the Jordan Harbinger Show with Jack Garcia, who did just that. My career was 24 out of 26 years, was solely dedicated working undercover. I walk in, I'm in the bar. Now there's a barmaid there, good looking young lady. She's serving me drink. Hey, what would you like? I usually, my drink was, give me a kettle, one martini, three olives, glass of water on the side. I finish the drink. The guys come in. I'm going to go, go in my pocket, take out the big wad of money. Bam, I give her $100. If you're with the mob, I say, hey, Jordan, you're on record with us. That means we protect you. Nobody could shake you down. 
we could shake you down, but you're on record with us. For more on how Jack became so trusted in the highest levels of the Gambino organization, check out episode 392 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, U.S. service members and first responders who die or are catastrophically injured in the line of duty and homeless veterans. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us by the men and women who risked their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs walks and climbs a year and dozens of golf outings and barbecues the tunnel to towers 9-11 institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about america's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget more than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to tunnel to towers goes to its programs never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes donate 11 dollars a month to tunnel to towers at t2t.org that's t the number two t.org if you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.